Welcome to the You Can Do Both podcast. This is Court. And this is Ashley, and we're coming at you live from Boston. It's Labor Day weekend. We're working on our day off. <laughs> yes. We're such hard workers. We're so dedicated. We are. Um, it's officially, I mean, as you guys have been listening for the past two weeks, it's been fall for you. But for us, we're officially in that season with you. Yep. And it's September, baby. It's so crazy because I feel like depending on the hour of day that you go outside, it either feels like summer or fall. Oh my God. It's like it's going to be in the 80s, but a couple of nights ago, it was at Matt's sister's wedding. It was a gorgeous beach day, but felt like a fall beach day. And then when we were leaving that night, it was literally 62 degrees, but it felt like it was in the 40s because like how not prepared I was for that temperature, but it was a breath of fresh air. Yes, it was. So this weekend at the lake, um, I was up pretty early almost every single day. So we woke up like around 7-ish. It w- It must have been 40 degrees out. I'm not even kidding. No. It was <laughs> cold. And I just forget that fall is like that. Yeah. The morning is cold. And then yesterday at the lake, it felt like it was 95 degrees. Like yeah. my the UV rays, my yeah. skin was frying. It yeah. was burning off. Yeah. So I'm like, what is going on? But I kind of love it. I know. It's like you get the best of both worlds. Yes. And another thing that I am excited for, for fall and winter, maybe not winter, but for fall, is when you wake up to walk to the gym, it just kind of wakes you up. Yeah. With that cold in your face. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so excited. We're finding little things to excite us. We are. <laughs> we are. We are. Especially that pumpkin coffee. I, I, I'm just a sucker for it. I know. I know. I finally hopped back on the train. I didn't start as early as you, but now, now I'm here for it. Okay. Well, that's a great intro to the episode. Just finding little moments and little pockets of peace and things that will excite us because today's episode is about how we can stop wasting the present moment by either dwelling on the past or looking too far into the future. And why do we need to talk about this? Why do we feel like this is such a required conversation to have? Yeah. So I think just, well, for one, present was my word of the year this year. I don't really know if I've been doing a good job of it, but I have been aware of it. I think about how can I be more present today, more days than not. Yeah. So I think it's drastically improved my life. So this is a very present (laughs) idea and concept. Um, for me over the past eight months or so. And also just being in your twenties, I think there's just a lot happening. We're all trying to figure out where we are. We're trying to work hard. We're trying to set ourselves up for our thirties. We're trying to grow in our career. We're trying to find a life partner and it can be really difficult to kind of throw away your present moment. You're also trying to live it up and have so much fun. So you can find yourself I'll give like a little example. When I'm on a girl's trip, right? Or let's say I'm on vacation with Joe. We will be on the beach. Let's say, okay, Joe and I are in Miami. We're on the beach. We're like, yes, okay, we made it to the beach. Rather than just sitting my ass on the chair and listening to the waves, I'm asking Joe, we just had breakfast. What, where do you want to go for lunch? Yeah. So, and then when we're at lunch, we finally get to the brunch lunch spot. Yeah. We're asking each other, okay, so where should we go for dinner? And it's like, why must we always be planning for the next next step or thinking in the future? And obviously you have to do some planning in your life. 
But the purpose of why we wanted to talk about this is to just give you a reminder that like, it's so important to be present. Yeah. And we are, we're all victim to throwing away the present moment. So even if you can just have some moments of being present here and there, it's better than not at all. And just like, sometimes you need to have the awareness brought to you again. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there people can relate to this to, to different degrees. Like some people might be dwelling on the past or wishing they did something different, whereas others could be so forward thinking and planning and kind of obsessed with like what's coming next. And no matter what it is, you're occupying your current moment in time with not you being present where your feet are at the moment. And it can come either from stress or anxiety or it could come from excitement. And at the end of the day, like you have to to balance like, yes, like you can be excited for something, but you also don't need to be in a rush for something to happen. Or maybe if you're stressing about something, it's like you need to remind yourself that it's already happened and that like there's only the only thing you can do is focus on what you're currently doing now, maybe to prevent something that you wish you handled differently in the past. So definitely something that I've been needing to catch myself in even this summer. Like this is going to sound so foolish, but like before I moved in with Matt, I was just so looking forward to move in with Matt. Like that's all that was like, I was so excited about and that's all that really consumed my mind. Like, all right, like maybe I could start moving this over now and this, and I, I do feel like I stripped myself of some of like my last moments in my other chapter of life. And now that I am living with Matt, this is going to sound really silly, but like all I can think about is like, all right, so am I going to get engaged anytime soon? And it's like, why am I thinking like that? And it's not even like I'm in a rush to get to those next chapters. It's just an exciting feeling knowing that like that's something that will happen to me at some point. But it's like, why can't I just open my eyes and be like, enjoy this phase of life of where you are. Like you just moved in. There's so many things to like get excited about and focus on now as opposed to just getting too excited and rushing to a next step. I really like that we have different kind of struggles with the same concept. So for court, it's obviously, you know, getting excited about the future and not being able to wait for that next step, which is so normal and so natural. I think finding a balance of the two is what the struggle is for you. And then for me, I'm all fine and dandy one day. And then (laughs) one day I wake up mostly when I talk to my dad and he's like, by the time I was your age, I built myself a log cabin. I started a (laughs) business. I reached my first goal of how much money I made. I was, he was way more successful than I am at the age right now. And I get in my head and I can't help but think, well, shoot, how am I ever going to have a future that is successful and has everything that I want if I'm where I am right now? And then I have to slap myself across the face a couple times and I have to say, look where I am. I have my dream apartment. I'm living with my perfect partner. Like yeah. life is so good. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I need to stop worrying about the future. And then for other, the only other missing piece I think we have here that you could also relate to is being so hung up on the past. And uh, if only I studied What's a really money-making career? Finance. If, I, if only I studied finance back in the day, maybe I could be a portfolio manager now. And I, sh- I really should have made those choices instead. But instead, I'm a, 
communications major, something completely opposite. And it's like, well, it's already happened. Yeah. You can't go back and change it. You could make a decision now to change it. And that that's where the present comes in. Yeah. So I think you're either excited about the future, living in the future, or you're living in the past. Yeah. And reminiscing on that in a bad way. Yeah. That was all over the place a little bit. Yeah. But our coffee's hitting. So yeah. for the record, <laughs> it is later in the day, but I haven't really had my coffee yet. So I think throughout this episode, my my words are going to make more sense. My thoughts will be gathered yeah. as the yeah. episode goes on. So just stick with us. Yeah. Stick and us. that's that's kind of a beautiful thing. <laughs> my hype woman. Because it's okay. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> because why, Court? <laughs> Because like our thoughts are all jumbled about this topic and I feel like that's representative of how other people probably feel and being constantly conflicted and pulled in all different different directions and not knowing how to live presently. Absolutely. You know, when we were thinking about this episode, I tried to take myself back to a time in my life where I feel like I was living super presently for some reason and I immediately thought of college I feel like when you're in college, you're in your freshman dorm room and seniors are saying like, oh my gosh, I wish I could go back here and start it all over again. When you're a sophomore, you're so excited to be a sophomore, but you don't want to like enter your junior year because then you have to start thinking about your career. Then you're in your junior year. And a lot of people, at least where we went to school, we studied abroad. And when I studied abroad, I vividly remember every experience that I was having I would stop and I'd be like I'm never gonna probably experience this again I'm never gonna have this little responsibility again like this I am so grateful to be where I am right now and same with your senior year you don't want college to end so why is it that when you graduate college and you enter the working world and reality as some may people some people may call it you're living for the weekends You're trying to figure out what's next in your life. And I think it comes from everyone now kind of being on their own path and you're not used to that. Previously, you were all kind of on the same playing field. And now you're like, what am I doing with my life? Where am I supposed to go next? You are seeing people on social media. It's so fearful every time I go on Facebook. Like, who from high school is getting married? Who is popping out a second child? It's like, oh my goodness gracious. Like, that is so relatable. <laughs> Everybody goes on Facebook and they're sending in their group chats from home. Like, oh, oh this one. Third baby on the way now. <laughs> oh, look who's engaged and married now. It's like, wow, wow. And it's like, how does time pass you so fast? And how are so many people that you were once like, in Catholic school with like on Sunday mornings like I'm this like very specific no (laughs) no you know what I mean like you maybe you were in dance class with them maybe you were cheerleader with them but all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) no this is like literally something that happened yesterday someone that I used to sit next to in catechism school is getting married anyway um but all to say like how is it that we can find, bringing it back to the college thing, okay. how can we find those moments in this world that we live in now at the phase of life that we're in now where we're not comparing and rushing to the next step because we're seeing people on social media accomplish X, Y, and Z or people from your hometown getting married? Like, How can we be satisfied with where we are in the current moment? And that's what we're going to talk through today. <laughs> 
we have the longest intro we've ever the, probably yeah. done <laughs> long but i think important i think it covers all of the different yeah. angles and can hopefully relate to you hopefully one of the points <laughs> one of the many points that we made <laughs> makes sense to you and you're like oh yeah okay i can relate to that yes so with that being said, this episode is just meant to bring awareness to the concept of living presently so that you, yes, you, <laughs> we're pointing, <laughs> can just enjoy the present moment and mm-hmm. enjoy your life, period. Yep. So the first section is all about reminders. It's like mindsets, mantras, things that have helped us understand that like we should be focusing on the present more than we currently do now I also think sometimes we all know these concepts but sometimes you do just need to be reminded that we are itty bitty tiny living organisms and you just need to zoom out we're just on a floating rock in space I think occasionally we just need to be reminded of that it's like oh yeah hold on nothing's that Nothing's that serious. We know that here. Yeah. So these are kind of like your reminders in a little bit. That's why I'm an ocean slash beach girly. Because that's how that makes me feel every time. Yeah. That you're so small. Yeah. That I'm just and that like your problems are so There's minuscule. so little. There's so little. It really gives you a reality check. It does. It does. So the first one, don't waste your time on dwelling on the past. It already happened and it, it can't be changed. I think there's a really important or I think it's really important to understand your past because your past is what makes you who you are and it's important to reflect, but it's not worth your time to think of ways of how you could have done something differently or wish that you had spent more time with this person or done X, Y, and Z. You take what you have learned and you do something about it and you take action and you live your life in your current moment based on whatever that feeling is that the past makes you feel. If something is consuming your mind so much, cut it out and like do something about it. Yeah. So if it already happened, it can't be changed. Just focus on what you can do now. Exactly. I like what you said about reflection. I think it's so important to reflect on your past and especially things that, you know, keep you up at night. Yeah. Why does it make you feel like that? But when it starts to get, into that cycle of, oh, I wish I did this differently. If only I did this, maybe just learn from it. Yeah. Reflect and learn. That's all the past is there to do. And then in the opposite direction, the future is just simply never going to be how you planned it. Yeah. If you told me that I was going to meet my future partner on a dating app (laughs) back in college, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, absolutely no way. Like that was something I was not, I was very not for at all. I mean, as probably a lot of people do, I was young and immature. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to meet my yeah. my man like that. No. But did I know there was going to be a global pandemic in the year that I graduated college? No. Did I know that all of my friends weren't going to be able to move to the city when I was there? Did I know that the only way to go out and like see the city and date was to get on a dating app? Yeah. No, I didn't. So that's a silly example, but you just simply never know. No matter how hard you try to plan out every detail of your future there's a plan already in the works so exactly and then something that we've talked about in another episode which is just hysterical to me is the more you plan the higher your expectations get and probably (laughs) the more you're going to be let down yeah always (laughs) 
no expectations. I swear. It's something I am really trying to live by. Yeah. Also in the same sentiment, which is maybe a little morbid, but like uh, it's the reality of the situation. Like your next day is not guaranteed. You also don't know who is going to be in your life five years from now, two months from now, next week. So it just puts more pressure to do what you want to do in the current moment when you have the time because you just never know. This next one hits deep. I see this Love on social media moment. all the time. And I'm, I like always pin it when I see it on Pinterest. I repost it when I see it. But you're often living a present moment that your past self once dreamed of. Oh, I love that. It's true. Like when you were a little girl, you probably dreamed of being financially free and living on your own away from your parents one day. You probably envisioned having a partner that made you feel like the best version of yourself. It's like it doesn't have to be these big things and dreaming I think dreams are valid and I don't think those constitute as like planning for the present, but like you acknowledging that you have things that you once dreamed of is a, almost a practice of gratitude as well. Totally. It 100% is. So yeah, I love that reminder. <laughs> Wait, I actually remember <laughs> posting something like, I don't know if it was on TikTok or Instagram. And I literally got like hate comments on it. Like I did not dream to be like, we're like working my life away to corporate America. Oh. It's like, yo, chill out. Interpret it in a positive way, the way that it was meant to be. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Things that can make it difficult to live in the present moment are stress, anxiety, and regret. So all of those things are feelings and emotions that everyone experiences, but they're, they just suck you away from the present moment. So I saw this on TikTok when I was doing, quote, re, yes, I do my research on TikTok for these. Um, be the watcher of your thoughts. So it's perfectly normal to have stress, to have anxiety, to have regret. Everyone experiences those, but you can't let them consume you. You just have to be a watcher of your thoughts. Say, okay, that was a little stressful completely valid yeah oh you regret that why do you regret that okay well we won't make those decisions in the future yeah so I think the reminder of identifying like when I get anxiety sometimes I'm like getting really stressed out usually a big week at work and I'm like oh there's just a lot happening it's like okay there's a lot happening we're gonna have to go through it yeah so let it go it's okay I'm just acknowledging I'm having a little bit of anxiety right now and it's gonna pass yeah. You are not your thoughts, so mm -hmm. don't let them consume you. Yeah. I love that. You are not your thoughts. Yes. So the next one is, there is no past. <laughs> there is no future. <laughs> so there's no past. There's no future. All that you have is your present moment. And I think the more that you kind of realize that and are aware of that, the more that you'd feel the need to make the most out of your current moment and the past and future are just made up and strung of all present moments and when you think about it that way it's like oh then whatever I want to make today in this moment the most impactful most enjoyable that I possibly can because that's what creates like my life my existence my memories everything that brings you joy in life yeah, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, wait, this just makes so much sense. 
all the past is and all the future will be is a bunch of present moments. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if that's not any more motivation to live presently, I don't know what is. Yeah. Okay. And then another one is a familiar past creates a predictable future. So when you wake up in the morning and you auto grab your phone and you scroll and then you put your shades up and then you walk to the bathroom and you brush your teeth, like routines are great. It's meant to have your brain be an autopilot. Yeah. But if you, it also takes away from you living presently Mm -hmm. because your mind is all in other places. You're thinking about the work day. You're just, you're thinking about something else. In order to not have a predictable future and aka to just live more presently, you have to do things that switch up your routine. Yeah. So this is hard. This is obviously a balance between finding routines that you love and that make you the best version of yourself, but also switching it up in your day to day so that you can actively live present or so that you can live presently. I'm thinking like maybe one day this week, if I feel like I'm a little stressed out or something rather than doing my morning routine, maybe I'll go up and I'll have coffee on like my roof and feel the sun on my skin. Yeah. That's an act or something that's out of my day to day routine that will allow me to live presently because my brain is no longer on autopilot mode. Yeah. And it could be something as simple as, one or two days this week you go out and buy a coffee instead of making coffee at home. Like it, it gives joy cause it's like something different and maybe something that you get to indulge in because you don't do it as oftenly. And it makes you more hyper aware of when you're making coffee at home and when you're out and you're like getting a little treat for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that concludes our section about reminders and that all of those points basically inspired us to, figure out how we can live more presently and create these next final sections. So now we're going to be talking about how to bring yourself to the now. So this is when you are being consumed by thoughts that are of the past or the future, or when you identify in yourself that like you're not, you're scrolling, you're doom scrolling on Instagram, like how to appreciate the time that you have in the moments that you have in the current moment. That's what we're going to get into. So firstly, pay attention. So paying attention is a skill that you can get good at. And when I found this and I thought about it, I was like, this just makes so much sense. And it hit home to me because I used to claim that I had a bad memory. (laughs) I said, well, I just don't have a good memory. I I didn't remember anything. Yeah. And I just think it was because I was never practicing gratitude and taking in the present moment. One day I woke up and I just decided I don't want to identify as the person with the bad memory anymore. I want to remember my life and these funny stories. My friends would be reminiscing on a funny night out. And I was like, I literally don't recall that. They were like, what do you mean? You did this. You were this. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I have no idea. So one day I woke up and I decided I'm just going to pay attention. Yeah. And I'm going to take that it simple, in. simple, huh? Yep. And it's just that simple. And it is a skill. I think it can be really hard. Um, there's so many distractions in our life that make it very difficult to pay attention. Yeah. But I think the first one is focus on one person that's talking. Focus on one activity that you're doing. Try to avoid multitasking. Yeah. That's a perfect segue into the next one, which is focus on one thing at a time. 
Yes. It's like when you have 5,000 things going on at one time or you're trying to, to make progress on like four different projects at once at work. It's like you're never actually putting enough attention to one thing. That's when details slip. That's when you have so much going on and you're not being able to really take in what you're currently doing. Off of that, um, where you put your attention and your energy is where you put your energy. So if you are spreading yourself thin across, I'm trying to listen to, this is a silly example, listen to like somebody else's conversation or something because you're at a party and you kind of want to hear this, but then you're talking to somebody else and like you're also trying to listen to them, but you're also trying to think of what you're going to say next. It's like your energy is being placed in so many different areas that you're never fully giving anything your full attention or energy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, the next one I like a lot. So this is a skill that anybody can do at any time. I was actually told this skill for the first time when I went to therapy, the one and only time I've been to therapy, in college because I was stressed out about trying to find a job. And I went there and he said, okay, when you're getting anxiety, we're going to, I think, I don't know what they called it. It was like five, four, three, two, one. All comes down to your senses. So I'm going to butcher this, but you guys will get the point. The first thing you do is identify five things that you see. Say, okay, I see the church that I'm looking at. I see Courtney in front of me. I see this mic in front of my face, and I see the camera that's recording us, whatever. You do five. Mm -hmm. Then you do four things that you can feel or touch. So I feel the softness of these gorgeous, stunning chairs that Court and I Got for season three. I feel the vocal cords moving in my throat when I'm talking on the mic right now. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then you can do smell. Taste is kind of hard. Taste is usually like the last one. So right now I taste the coffee that's in my mouth. Yeah. But you could also replace that with like whatever you're grateful for. Yeah. What did I miss? Touch, smell, taste. You did feel already. Taste, feel, see. Did I get them all? I think so. Anyways, (laughs) I don't have them written down, but your five senses, you do like five, four, three, two, one. And even if you don't want to do all the numbers, just when you're feeling like you want to get back to the present moment, think about your senses. You can identify one of each. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I feel. Here's what I'm smelling, tasting, touching, touching. That's as well as feel. What the fuck are we missing? Here, here here, there it is oh my god okay no we're not okay um so yeah so that's a nice little practice and it does it's kind of similar to meditation I think I think that's why people love meditation because it does bring you back to your breath and getting back to the present moment but if meditation is not your thing as much as I wish it was my thing it's not my thing yet maybe one day but the five senses um is a good is a good little hack yeah. A nice skill. A nice tool to keep in your toolbox. Definitely. Next one is to take yourself out of your environment when you're stressed. Things will not change in your life if you if your environment doesn't change. If you were in like a a toxic relationship, like if you don't get rid of the problem being the relationship then or the person in your life at the time, then things aren't going to change. So if you are stressed out about something or maybe you're scrolling on Instagram for too long and you catch yourself comparing to the people that are on European summer trips and you're sitting at home and you're on your couch 
the simple change of environment is you putting your phone down. If you're at work and you're being pulled in 75 different directions, a lot of times the only thing that's going to take you into a present moment to refocus you to see where your energy actually should be lying is if you take a step away from your computer. You're going to come back refreshed. You're going to come back focused because you're going to realize what's actually important. You'll be able to reprioritize and decide where you want to focus your energy. And it's going to help you realize that you're on a floating rock once again. So like I love whenever I am feeling stressed or feeling like I'm a little consumed by things that are occupying my mind that I don't want them to be, I'll go on a walk. I'll go specifically out in nature, either with my headphones or without, depending on how I'm feeling. And I'll look at the birds and hear the birds chirping. I'll look at the amazing, cute little puppy walking by. Maybe I'll feel the puppy. Maybe I'll... <laughs> pet. Pet the, puppy. pet the puppy. I'm thinking of the senses here. <laughs> I'm going to the Esplanade walking along the water and like looking at everything else except for what's in my mind. And that brings me back like ironically enough I feel like you kind of distract yourself with a different environment you're but really then it good brings you back to how you should be feeling thinking and prioritizing and putting your energy I think you're very intentional about this and I think you are a great person to listen to like why this does work yeah whenever you're stressed or overwhelmed or having a rough day you're like I'm just gonna go on a walk yeah and I admire that so much about you is you're so, you are so good about it you really follow that your own advice yeah. when it comes to that and it works well I distinctly remember Matt and I have like we don't really argue or like get into tiffs which is great I do remember like like whenever we do it feels so foreign I don't know how to act because it just rarely ever happens and I remember like getting into an argument over something silly and his he's like as most people are, I think like they'd be like, all right, I want to address it now. Like there's a big thing of like, you should never go to bed if with a partner when you're like feeling when you're angry. Yeah. When you're like not loving the current moment, like you should handle the situation right there and then. But I was like, no, I'm going to step away. I'm going to collect my thoughts. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to take myself out of the current environment. That's getting me so worked up. And then I'm going to come back with the refocused, agenda basically and try to understand how I'm feeling and I think that goes for like literally anything in life it's like you can get you can let emotions take over and you can get so pulled in so many different directions but to understand how what you want how you want to move forward like you need that alone time with yourself and the environment switch up really helps with that yeah so just to circle it back to bring it back to the present moment because yes this can be applied to everything everything If you feel like you're getting stressed, anxiety, feeling regretful, anything that's taking you away from the present moment, step away from your environment and go on a walk. Yeah. Or just do the five senses on a walk or something. Just remove yourself from the current situation. Yeah. I love it. Okay, the next skill or helpful tip is listen more. So I just love this one. I think it can also, I guess similar, these all come down to five senses, I guess. Yeah. But when you're in a conversation, stop thinking about what you're going to do, what you're going to say next, how you're going to respond. Or sometimes I even go so down the conversation that I'm like, oh, if I say this, how are they going to react? And I'm literally in the middle of the conversation. Yeah, and you're not even listening to where it's going. (laughs) Shut your brain off. Listen to the people that you're having conversations with. If you are on a walk, 
listen to the birds chirping. If you're sitting down at a restaurant and let's say there's there's a lull in conversation, stop thinking about, oh my God, how are they feeling? Why is there a lull in conversation? Do some people watching. Do some eavesdropping. Yeah. Listen to what's going on around you. There, I think that also just comes back to acknowledging your surroundings and sit back and sometimes it's nice to just watch life. Yeah. I meant to say this at an earlier point, but I think it also makes sense now. This is very niche, but I'm very much like a photo video person. And I feel like when people think of those people, the last thing they would say is they know how to live presently because they're so hyper-focused on capturing a moment. So this is not referring to, oh, I need to go to this trendy restaurant so I can like capture the best like thirst trap of myself and post that I'm here. That's not what I'm referring to. But what I have implemented into my life is recognizing when I'm really enjoying a present moment. Maybe it's the most perfect vanilla latte that just got served to me. Or maybe it's the way that the sun is looking in golden hour as we're like overlooking your rooftop. Whenever I get that feeling of like, wow, like I am so grateful to be here right now. I want more of this feeling. I capture that moment as almost like a capture of the feeling. I love that videos and photos can take you back to certain places in your life where you felt the most alive, the most excited, the most memorable. And so sometimes I like to put a little folder in my phone and just be reminded maybe I'm when I'm in a moment of like stress or I feel like I'm being consumed. I bring myself back to those little moments and those almost help me like dig out and make me realize what I love in life so that I know how to live in the present moment. That's super cute. And that makes me think. So I also want to say, I think this works for you because yes. you like to go back and reminisce on photos. Yes. Like Court has photos all the way back from high school. Keeps yeah. ever I remember in college she used to save every single Snapchat that was ever taken. <laughs> and she had it set up that it would automatically sync to her camera roll. Yeah, terrible. But but you yes. value those things. You yeah. value going back and living reliving that moment. For me, I don't know why the heck I take so many photos because I never scroll back unless I'm in the middle of a conversation and it's like, oh, I went to Miami that one time. Let me see if I can find that restaurant for you. Yeah. And then I'll try to go back. But my version of that is I will literally vocalize when I'm feeling super grateful and I want to remember a moment and I'm living so presently because I think just blurting it out. I'm like, I just, how am I going to remember how perfect this is? I'll say it. So if Joe and I are, I don't know, I'm just going to say on a walk or something. Let's say we're on a walk and I'm just feeling good. There's no stress. It's the sun is shining. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy because, you know, we all have lows. So sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm really happy right now. I want to remember how good my life is and how happy I truly am. I'll just say it. I'll say, Joe, I'm so happy right now. And I will probably say it seven times on the walk. And he's like, yeah, Ash, I get okay, it. I get you're it. You're happy. <laughs> good for you. But I'm like, no, no, no. The sun is shining. <laughs> I feel so good. Like good I don't, drama. I'm not, I'm not stressed. Yeah. I don't have anxiety. I am not anxiety. I don't know who she is. I'm pretty much never going to be anxious yeah. again. And we just talk about how great the present moment is yeah and sometimes that's a simple practice that you can do with anybody in your life I love that because how quick are we to say 
I'm so stressed right now. I, I'm so this, I'm so that when it comes to things that are negative, I feel like people don't often vocalize those amazing moments when that's what we should be prioritizing and focusing on. I love so it. I love that practice. Okay. So that wraps up tips, tricks, how to bring yourself into the present moment when you feel like you are away from it. And now we're going to kind of close it out with what are some daily practices that you can do? So right now, okay, you're living presently, you're feeling good. You're like, okay, I have some tools in my toolbox for when I am a little stressed out Mm -hmm. and I'm not living presently, but you're feeling motivated. What can you do right now? Get off your phone. Mm -hmm. Anytime that you how many times do we pick up our phone and we just like automatically go to Instagram or automatically open TikTok? There are times when I'll put my phone down, I'll pick it up. I'll immediately go to something. And I'm like, why did I just do that? Yeah. It's so automated at this point. It's just like a, it's a natural tendency. Yeah. So a daily practice, just be aware of how often you're picking up your phone and ask yourself, do I really need to be distracted by this? Do I need to be picking up my phone? And then kind of off of that, minimize distract distractions all around you I think distractions always take away from the present moment yeah so see where you can cut them out on that social media note like put time limits I feel like that always is something that just at least makes you more aware will you actually follow them who knows but at least it will make you realize like oh my goodness I already spent an hour on Instagram today like could I be using that time elsewhere like yes or no time limits are huge I've never actually used those yeah no they're actually really nice yeah I like them do I always abide by them no but maybe that's something I can do moving forward after this episode um but also like on the topic of social media like block mute unfollow anyone or anything that brings you that feeling of stress anxiety or regret like that's the beauty of social media it's catered to you Like even the things that you talk into your phone, they're going to pop up on your explore page. So scary. So you can actually decide the content that you're consuming, the people that you're looking at when you're on social media to make sure that it's not always making you feel down on yourself. Next, we've touched upon this a lot in the previous sections, but Get outside and ground yourself. Go touch grass. Go. Sometimes we all just need to touch a little Sometimes grass. Sometimes we just need to roll around somewhere. <laughs> Wait, this is so random. I mean, not random. I'm just going to say it. A bucket list item that I want to do, probably won't be able to do it this fall, but maybe next summer. I want to golf with my shoes off. That Apparently people do this, um, but that is just so grounding and the grass is always cut so thin. It feels so good on your feet. At the end of a round, I'll take my shoes off and I'll just like run around on the green because it just feels so good. Yeah. But imagine playing two and a half hours for nine holes on a golf course. And one other thing about golfing is I'm never on my phone. I'm out in nature. The phone is away. These men are really on to something. And ladies, we got to take over the golf community. Yeah. But that was, I don't know, touching grass. It just made me think of it. But I, Every time I'm on a golf course, I'm like, I just want to run around with my with my shoes off. Well, that's a good one. Like, find hobbies that don't require you to be around technology. Like, yeah. 
things that entirely let you put your phone down. Like sometimes the gym doesn't even do it because you're controlling your music and a notification will pop up and you'll get sidetracked. Like, no, like literally go jump in a pool and swim for 30 minutes. Like do something that doesn't allow you to look back at your phone. You can also start building a habit of a daily practice where you just like make a promise to yourself right now that going forward, you are going to vocalize every time you're feeling happy in a present moment. Yeah. I think it just makes not only you, I mean, we touched on this earlier, but not only are you then brought back to how wonderful this moment is, but you can also bring your friend into it too. Yeah. Because they might be in their own head about something. And it's like, yeah, wait, you know what? I'm also really enjoying this day that we're having. Like, this is really nice. Yeah. So you can make a commitment and promise to yourself that going forward, every time you're feeling like you want to remember the present moment, vocalize it. And if you're not with anybody, say it in your head or still say it out loud. Yeah. And then my version of that, although I do want to incorporate that, is like gratitude journaling. And I just think it's so important, no matter what form you take with it, it's like just living a life of gratitude helps you not rush to the next step in life. It makes you really appreciate what you have. So like even if you're, even if you hate your job, for example, at least you have a job. So doing that form of gratitude journaling or speaking aloud, it's like, at least I have a stable form of income. So like, I'm grateful to have that in my life. The more you focus on what you have, the less you focus on what you don't have. Next one and last one of this section is find something that brings you stillness, like reading a book or meditating or gratitude journaling or just doing something that lets you disconnect from anyone trying to reach you on your phone even like you spending time with your partner and try to carve a chunk of whatever that is to you in the morning and at night to start your day and to close out your day because I often find that like if you don't have that you let the world take you as opposed to you kind of knowing who you are and what you want to do and what you want to bring into your day. My version of this recently has been like Pilates or like a five minute, just like walking meditation or like a little video that I play from the Melissa Wood health app. I'm like obsessed with her. Um, but it just helps you realize like, where you are no matter like what you're doing and it makes you realize that there's like I like the idea of having it like at the beginning and at the end even if it's just like a moment to yourself in the bathroom as you're brushing your teeth and you say a positive affirmation in the mirror it prevents you from like rolling into the next thing if that makes sense yeah it like starts and ends your day and prevents like life just like going by and going by and going by and you being pulled in every which direction it grounds yourself I love it So I think that closes out our three categories for all things, how to live in the present moment. Mm -hmm. So just to close this out as a final reminder, if you can master the art of living presently, you're going to live a more fulfilling life. I think you can look at any high performer or anyone who is in the mindfulness space and like that's what they're going to tell you. I've seen it all over social media. I feel like everybody refers to it. This is why gratitude and meditation are all great things because it brings you to the present moment. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, all life is, in order to have a happy, wonderful, fulfilling life, 
you just want to be happy in the present moment. Yeah. Happy and fulfilled. And you want every single present moment to bring you joy. Yeah. So if you can achieve that, you're going to be a happier human and you're going to look back on your life and be satisfied and happy and say, you know what? That life was worth living. And one day you'll look back and say, like, where did all of the time go? So you want to make sure that you're making use of the time that you have. Like, even now, I <laughs> I was on the Stairmaster at Equinox today. And for whatever reason, it wasn't letting me continue until I put in, like, my age and my weight. Don't know why. But I literally, like, almost put the age 22. And I was like... I am 25. I don't know what just happened, but also where did those three years go yeah. in between like now and then? I feel like life as you get older just gets faster and faster. So rather than rush it by being excited about what's to come or wasting it by being regretful of what you have not yet accomplished in life, like you just have to take every day as it is and do what you can with it because one day you're going to wake up and be like, how am I this age? And what, where did the life go? Yeah. Joe and I talk about that all the time. We're on the couch watching TV. We're, we've been binging How I Met Your Mother. Fun. And I've been loving it. And I'm like, oh, I do this almost every night. It's probably annoying to him at this point. <laughs> but I just look over and I'm like, oh, isn't this so cute? One day we're going to be old and we're going to be know. reminiscing and being like, Remember when we used to live in that gorgeous apartment that we loved so much watching How I Met Your Mother? We are going to say that one day. I know. And I just love thinking about, oh, I just want to savor every moment of this moment. Yeah. That's something I've been doing too in the apartment, but to a different degree. (laughs) I'm like, I cannot believe we live in this one bedroom apartment and we share a closet and I have negative space. But then at the same time, I'm like, this is going to be hysterical. Like looking back later in life, it's going to be like, how did we manage to make it through? And we also love the apartment as many like negatives as there also is. Like we're going to think back and laugh about that time once we have a home one day or once we live in a two-bedroom we're gonna be like how do we even do that back in the day that's actually a great way to go through shitty present moments right like that just makes me think moving wise when joe and i moved and our movers literally didn't show up yeah we thought all of our stuff was stolen in the moment (laughs) i'm bawling my eyes i'm like oh my god life is not gonna go on but i'm like you know what one day this is gonna be funny when we are on the other side of it so let's just exactly let it happen (laughs) let let it it sink in you can't do anything about it one day you'll be laughing it's gonna be a good story exactly Okay, another little quote that I like is the destination is the journey. Mm-hmm. And this is something Court and I, f- I think, allude to all of the time. But I think I've said it more along the lines of you have to fall in love with the process, not the end result. Yeah. And I think that is just life in a nutshell. Um, everybody's always wanting to get to the next step and thinking you want to get here. But the only way you're really going to enjoy your life, it's not because you you got that end result. It's because of the process and all the hard work that you put in to get there. Yeah. So enjoy the now because that's all we really have. Yeah. And final thing is identify the things that you enjoy 
and fill your life with as many of them as you possibly can. Because I think it's easy for you to live in the present when you have that pocket of peace in your day and you're like, oh my goodness, I just don't want this to end. That is going to bring you that happy and fulfilled life and one that's going to be very easy to savor every moment. I love it. And with that, so now we are going to go practice some being in the present moment. We're going on a hot girl walk with some gal pals. So we're off to get yet another coffee. Now that this one is finally kicked in Mm -hmm. and we're going to go practice some moments of gratitude. All the five senses, all the five senses. We're going to vocalize when things make us happy on this walk. What else do we talk about? We have to end this. We have to go. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye.